Welcome to the Northern Local School District Positivity Project podcast, where we focus on the 24 character strengths inside each of us and teaching the other people matter mindset to help make our communities a better place to live. Welcome back to this week's Northern Local Positivity Project podcast. I am Clint Rhodes, and I will be your host this week as we are talking about the character strength of integrity. And the character strength of integrity is one of those that comes from the courage, parent virtue. That goes along with bravery and perseverance and zest and enthusiasm that we've talked about already this year. Integrity is one of those words that uh, I think can be challenging for kids to really get a good grasp on what it is, but um, we're excited to be talking to them about it, and it's fun to just see what they learn as we uh, carry out the character strength uh, for the Positivity Project this week. One thing I wanted to share in our intro is just the what it talks about with people who have integrity. It says that people with integrity practice what they preach and maintain a constant pattern of behavior aligned with their values. They have the courage to not follow the crowd if it means going against their beliefs. And having the courage to not follow the crowd is something I think our kids can understand. And we talked about that on our morning announcements this week, just not doing what everybody else does, but do what you know is right and behave the way you are expected to behave, whether it's uh, what your parents talk to you about or what you're uh, learning here at school as well. I hope you enjoy our conversation we'll have here with uh, special guest, Mr. Sean Dyer, who is a parent of some students here at Thornville Elementary. And he's also the Cub Scout leader for the group that meets here at Thornville Elementary throughout the school year. So thank you again for joining us and enjoy our interview. So once again, welcome back to the Northern Local Positivity Project podcast. I'm joined with uh, Mr. Sean Dyer. He's here to talk to us a little bit about the character trait integrity and how it kind of plays a role in the Cub Scouts and in his life personally. And I'll just have hand over the mic to him and let him kind of introduce himself and just say a little bit about himself and who he is. Thank you, Mr. Rhodes. Um, I teach fourth grade social studies and science in Columbus at United Preparatory Academy, and I'm really glad to be here. I appreciate the invitation to come out and talk about integrity. Thank you very much. And as I kind of mentioned, uh, just about scouting, um, I guess I kind of had the privilege of being a guest at the uh, Blue and Gold Banquet that the boys had just a week or two ago, so I was really honored to be part of that and get to hang out and uh, kind of just see what you guys had done. So um, for you personally, how did you kind of get involved with scouting in the first place and then come to be here with us at, at Northern Local? Well, I was born and raised in Lancaster, and about 25 years ago when I was uh, in first grade, there was somebody that came to my school and passed out some flyers, and uh, they promised me all this awesome adventure of fishing and hiking and camping and shooting bows and arrows and BB guns, and I went home and got to talk to my parents. I was super excited about it. And uh, they took me to the meeting, they signed me up for it, and I've been involved in it ever since. And when we moved to Thornville just in August, uh, my boys were already in scouting for one year, and we decided that we wanted to start up a program here in Thornville since there hadn't been one in a while. And now we have a pack that's got 25 young men, and it's a lot of fun. Very good, and it was exciting to see see those kids uh, that night, and just kind of see the excitement of sharing and getting to actually see the pictures kind of scroll over on the on the board we had up of some of the things they'd been doing. So, why don't you share with us some of the activities or events, the things that our boys got to do this year? Well, right off the bat, in September, the kids got to go to Lancaster, and they got to 
have all of those promises made real when um, they went to the Eagles Lodge in Lancaster and uh, got to shoot some bows and arrows and BB guns. They got to learn how to fold the flag, uh, learn how to tie some knots and get introduced a little bit. But in here in Thornville area, we got to take the kids hiking at Dawes Arboretum. There's so much opportunity in this area. And uh, they're identifying plants. They're going on one mile, two mile hikes. Uh, just over the winter, the second graders got to go to the Motorcycle Museum in Pickerington, which was a lot of fun. And here coming up, we're going to the Dayton Air Force Museum. We have day camp coming up in the summer, and we have resident camp later on in the summer. That's awesome. A lot of really good stuff going on and some fun things the boys get to go and do. And as I mentioned, I got to be... Uh, kind of a guest of honor, I guess, at the, the Blue and Gold Banquet. And one thing that kind of stuck with me, and I kind of mentioned to you when we were just talking earlier, that um, I just thought this kind of really ties in with the Positivity Project with some of the things that you guys talked about. And specifically, I pulled up uh, the Scout Law because you guys kind of talked about that and what it was. And as I looked at those character strength type words from trustworthy all the way down to reverent. Um, you guys kind of read down through a scout is loyal, a scout is helpful, and all those type of words that kind of tie back in to what the Cub Scouts was about, the scout law. I thought it was really cool, really cool, and I just wanted to, that's kind of why I got the idea of bringing you in and having you help talk to me about the character strength of integrity, because how do you see integrity, although it's not specifically mentioned in the scout law, how do you see it kind of tying in with those uh, qualities and characteristics that the scouts kind of repeat and strive for. One of the great things about the scouting program, much like uh, the Girl Scouts and several other programs very similar to it, it's a character building program. So with the scout laws, it's all about building uh, character. And one of those laws is trustworthiness. And um, integrity definitely ties in with that because we want our young men to be honest. We want them to have uh, strong moral principles and build up their character for that. We have discussions with the scouts at the meetings and we try to tie in each of the scout laws in with those discussions and it's all age appropriate. So well, my boys, they're second grade in kindergarten and uh, at the meetings they'll have a question, well, what would you do in this situation? And it helps them think deeper so when they have that situation or a similar situation come up, they can respond to it in an appropriate way but it gives them real world examples where they can think about it and hopefully at school and at home and other places that they're at, they act the part and they show those good signs of character like integrity. Very good. I mean, that's similar to what we do here at school with the Positivity Project. The kids get to talk with their teachers and with their classmates about, you know, real life situations that may happen, stories that have happened and kind of go through each character strength and how they can then apply that down the road to build better relationships with people and treat other people uh, the way they would want to be treated type of thing. Um, obviously, you may have seen uh, like up on our sign up front and just the, the main kind of hashtag for uh, the positivity project is other people matter and I think some of the same character strengths and qualities that you've mentioned already and that I saw just with the uh, banquet through the banquet um, just tie right in with that and it's really exciting to see um, our kids getting a group not, or getting a chance to join another group to kind of build those character strengths and build um, quality citizens that you guys are trying to do as well. It's, it's awesome to be part of that too. So I thank you for that. Um, and kind of going along those lines, um, you know, I have a lot of things, a lot of reasons I feel that it's important, but I just kind of want to ask you, why do you think it's important for us to teach young men specifically for your group 
um, or kids in general, but young men specifically for you, um, about these qualities or these character strengths that are listed in the scout law, um, like, like integrity type of things? Well, like you uh, pointed out, you know, Girl Scouts, 4-H, and Boy Scouts, you know, all these programs uh, try to build character. The school definitely tries to build character, and that's one of the things that really impressed my family when we moved in the area. Um, and it definitely shows as you're walking in the halls or you're talking to the kids. You know, they have this nice, solid foundation. Um, as far as young men, uh, luckily, at, at least in our area, um, families tend to have some good father figures or male role models to go off of. Uh, but as the young men age and go on, it's more important that they learn these character traits younger than later. Because by the time they get into high school, a lot of these uh, traits, if you didn't get them at the younger ages, they're not going to get them per se in the same way. They're not going to understand those character traits in the same way. So as much as we can provide the opportunity for them to experience it, like with the teachers and those conversations with the Positivity Project or at home with the families where they're just having dinner and talking about the day and some situations that might come up, you know, those are great opportunities for families to engage in the same thing. Um, coaches do the same thing when they're taking their kids out in the field, getting them ready for a game. Um, but it's just really good to have as many opportunities as we can to reinforce those traits. Because once they're into you know, seventh grade high school and they're having more independence and they're going out, they're going to the mall, or they're going to the movies, or they're breaking away a little bit from the families and they're having more uh, responsibility, you know, these conversations that they had at the dinner table, or they had with their coach, they had with their teachers, they had with the mentors that they're growing up with, that's really going to come full circle and those kids are going to be able to make good positive decisions. You're exactly right and I appreciate that. Um, the next question I have kind of written down, I feel we, we've kind of hammered a little bit already, but I'll go ahead and ask it just in case there's something else that comes to mind um, for you. But really, how do we teach these character strengths? How do we teach these qualities that we want them to demonstrate? Um, so what are some ways you may have tried in your pack groups or things like that to model or teach these boys the character strengths like integrity, trustworthiness, obedience, uh, honor, those type of things? Practice makes perfect, and it really comes true. Now, in scouting, we have the conversations with them, but we also, uh, they're kids, and when they come out of their day-to-day -day routine of being in school, you know, they're not wanting to have a classroom um, structure anymore. They're wanting to branch out a little bit. So with scouting, we take them outside as much as we possibly can. Um, they play group games, um, you know, even taking them out fishing. You know, they, they learn how to tie those knots and um, what that teaches is not necessarily just how to tie a knot but it's teaching them some patience it's teaching them um, to have uh, an eagerness to learn which is always important if you have that natural feeling of wanting to learn something new then that's going to carry over at home it's going to carry over in school it's going to carry over in anything else they do uh, but if 
for your listeners at home, if they're trying to come up with some ideas, well, how can I do this at home? It starts with a conversation, but it can be just as simple as going for a walk. It could be as simple as taking them to a park. And, you know, situations automatically show up. Uh, like my two boys, you know, they're siblings, and we have these conversations all the time. They pop up because they're arguing or something happens. So we can sit them down and we can say, hey, you know, how could we handle this situation differently? When we take them to the park and suddenly there's all these new kids that they've never played with before, you know, we can let them loose and they can interact with those kids, but it's still a structured environment. So if something comes up and this, my boys say, hey, you know, this kid said this or this kid did this, and we can come up and say, well, that's using you words. Well, let's try to use me words. You know, what can I do differently to affect the situation? Um, so it's a little bit about being creative, but always keeping it at the forefront that there's always an opportunity. Don't let anything just squeak by. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. So you're, you're taking all those situations, those hands-on activities, and then tying it back to those qualities you want to teach them and those sort of things. And I, I wrote down here as you were talking, teachable moments. I think that's something we talk a lot about in education. When you have you have your lesson plans drawn out and all of a sudden something just throws a wrench into it, but it just totally changes uh, the atmosphere in the room to where it's a teachable moment. This is something I can drop the addition and subtraction right now and we can talk about something because this is something that's bigger than just academics and education and I see you smiling and chuckling over there so uh, I'll just turn the mic over if you had something to say there oh no just I teach as well so um, you know at fourth grade something that's uh, really surprising to me even at fourth grade the kids um, they're learning how to be independent and uh, someone will say something out loud in the classroom and the class will just drop quiet like ooh what happened there so we can stop the lesson, we can address it right then and there, and um, even social justice issues, since I teach social studies, you know, there's so many questions that come up uh, from the news. You know, these kids are watching the news, they're hearing it on the radio, and everything like that. So going back to integrity, there are so many opportunities, you know, just from kids absorbing things to talk about integrity and talk about these moral issues, talk about um, honesty and having principles. And, um, you know, every person has their own moral principles and values for sure. But discussing your family's principles and viewpoints on things and alternative viewpoints, that's just as important. And the classroom is a great place for that. But at home, it's a great place. You know, you don't want to shut someone down for having a different opinion. You know, if your kid says something, you say, all right, well, you think so? Well, let's talk that out. Let's see um, what you think about this. Well, and play devil's advocate, you know, flip it on the other side so that they're getting those opportunities to think critically and have those teachable moments that you talk about. And it's absolutely, it's not just a classroom thing. It can definitely be done around the dinner table at home. It can be done driving in the car. Anything pops up, you know, as parents take the, take the responsibility, take the advantage of that situation and hey let's talk about this what's going on and work through it give those kids an opportunity to share what they're thinking and share what they're seeing could be done differently um, in their in their eyes and then just talk through it as an adult as well to really work through them with that I think that's a great point um, so just kind of as we get close to wrapping up here I just kind of thought um, it might be a good opportunity for you to kind of uh, spread the word real quick. So how would someone, a uh, kid or adult or a volunteer type of person, be able to get involved with Cub Scouts, kind of specifically, I guess, for us here at Thornville? 
Well, I appreciate the opportunity for letting me put a plug in for our Cub Scouting program. Um, I can be reached. My phone number is 740-277-3830. I'm the Cub Master and I'm also the den leader of the second graders. And I'd love to talk to you and put you in um, conversation with any of the other den leaders for the age-specific programs. Um, but we also meet on Wednesdays at 6.30 every Wednesday as long as there's school. If there's a snow day or if there's a holiday or something, we don't meet. Um, but just come on by on Wednesday at 6.30 and uh, let us know that you'd be interested. And we can invite you to some of our, our events and see if it's a good fit for you and your family. But Cub Scouting is a family program. And that's what's something that's so special about it. You know, the adults are right there playing along with their kids. The adults are right there singing when we have a song or having a skit or having a game or learning a skill. Um, even up to fourth and fifth grade, those kids are learning some more of their own independence. But even then, there's opportunities for the adults to um, interact with their children. They're only young for so long. So we try to take this opportunity as much as possible. Because once they're in sixth, seventh grade, that independence really kicks in. And we try to help them engage that independence by themselves so that they learn how to be leaders and um, how to be problem solvers. Very good. And as we wrap up here, I guess my final closing statement for you or question would just be, is there anything else that you could think of that we kind of hadn't hit on yet that revolves around integrity, you know, whether it's with the Cub Scouts specifically or it's just to your day-to-day -day life or perspective that you see that would uh, we'd want to just make sure we include? Anything else uh, you have in mind about integrity you'd like to share? Yeah, just one more thing. Um, it's so easy as adults and as parents to get wrapped up as just being the parent, as the adult, as the rule enforcer. But we also have to be aware that as uh, a mentor of a child, whether you're a parent or guardian, that those kids watch you. They listen to you. They uh, try to understand everything from your point of view, from your perspective. And so basically they're recording machines. So we have to remember ourselves that we need to be the example. Um, if we tell our children, you know, hey, we're gonna do something, we need to follow through with that or come very close to trying to follow through with that, which goes back to honesty um, and trustworthiness. If we're lying to our kids, then they're also gonna learn that it's okay to lie to us or to their teachers or someone else. If we're making excuses all the time, then those kids, who are watching and listening to us, they're gonna start making excuses. So it's not necessarily everything that's down on the, this kid. Um, we have to make sure that we are being the positive role model and example for those kids to have integrity and have these character traits. That is a great point. So just thank you very much for joining me and uh, being part of our podcast here. And I, I look forward to hearing some uh, comebacks of what people may have to say as they get a chance to listen to it as well, because I think there were some great points that you shared. And uh, beyond that, I just want to say thank you for your time commitment to uh, the Cub Scouts and these boys that have uh, that I've come to see grow up a little bit over the, just over the past year and, you know, further for some of them. Uh, I just appreciate your willingness to kind of come alongside of them and help teach and teach them about things like integrity and the character strengths that we've kind of hit on today. So thank you very much. I appreciate all your effort uh, just today, but also with the Cub Scouts in general. So thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Rose. It was a pleasure.
As always, I thank you for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Mr. Sean Dyer and were able to come away with some understanding about what the Cub Scouts is all about and maybe something you or your sons and kids want to join into someday and also just uh, come away with an understanding of how integrity is an important character strength for us to have as individuals and just to share and teach to our kids. So thank you once again, and please join us next week as our host, Mr. Ed Wolfel, talks to us about the character strength of love of learning. Okay, if you're still listening, three of my four daughters are here. One of them's at home sick, so three of them are here, and they were getting ready for us to record the podcast with Mr. Dyer, and they were kind of wondering what was going on, so I thought I'd just ask them, since they've been studying integrity this week, and ask them what they think integrity is all about. Here is Charlotte. Doing something good when no one's looking. All right, here is Ryan. It means that you are trustworthy. And here's Aubrey. I think integrity means whatever you say you do, like the truth. Very good. Thank you, girls. And now, Cynthia is going to be jealous, so maybe we're going to have to include her in on the next podcast all by herself. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs>